Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Nile Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are. We are. We're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we take questions from either online or submitted by you beautiful users and uh, users of our podcast. And we just we answer them. We throw out some advice based on the questions <laughs> that get sent in or find. You know, sometimes, sometimes. we give advice that's not involved with the questions at all. Yes, often we, we make jokes. <laughs> it should be clear which ones are the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but we always feel the need to clarify, just in case. I, you know what? I feel like one day I'm going to have to do a whole episode without clarifying. Because it pains me. And that's the episode that we just ruined just, humanity. Yeah. yeah. All right. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I think I think today I finally hit that like isolation wall because I was cleaning my cat's litter box and I was like, I also had to pee, and I thought you just peed in it. I I thought seriously, briefly, and been like, what would it be like if I just peed in this cat litter box oh, right man. now? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, are <laughs> you like, okay, it, bud? And it literally like. For the entire length and time that I was cleaning the litter box, I was I was really debating whether I would do it or not. Cause you I was did like, it though, didn't you? I didn't. I think you did. No, because like litter is a hot commodity right now. Well, it's hotter like after you piss in it. Piss that warm I, hot piss. <laughs> I feel like I contain more piss than a, a normal cat would. And I feel like I would probably fill that whole box, which means that I have to throw all the litter out, which means I'd be short litter. So that was <laughs> unfortunately probably the only reason I did Man, are you are you fit to give advice? As long as it's not involving peeing, which I think we've had pee questions for the past two or three weeks, so it's fair. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. How are you doing? I am. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. I, I had a productive day today. Oh. Okay, cool. But what household object did you consider peeing on? Uh, what have I not considered peeing on? Like, that's the thing. I've been going around ranking in terms of absorbency, just everything. We have a very fluffy dog reminding, right? No. Um, <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. I don't know. I, I just feel like every day is the same. Um, I'm just very sad. Like, you know what? You know, <laughs> my, my worry in quarantine thing is I spent seven hours playing Farm Simulator yesterday straight. <laughs> Um, it seven hours did we play that for seven hours we played from four o'clock till about 10 30 so like six and a half hours yeah Christ. actually no till like 10 50 yeah we played for like seven hours <laughs> um and seriously we did we did our best yeah like well towards the end we got a little silly but we're not um, joking we've been playing a lot of farm simulator 2019 um, yeah i will also say it's free on psn right now so there's no if you want to if you want a time a, sink or you want to come yeah. visit our farm? You can visit our farm. Yeah, come visit our farm. We'll put you to work. Yeah, send us a message. We'll 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 fucking help you get your farm started. Uh, yeah, message us on uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, mm-hmm. and we will uh, we will send you our our names, and we'll we'll get you get you going. It started as a wild joke, I guess, and now it's it's become a, a full time job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the closest thing I have to a job right now. That's well, so. true, yeah. And we're finally making money on it. Okay, no more Farm Simulator. Let's get into this. Are you ready? Uh, yes. You've inspired me, Dane. So this is by Riley McIntyre. Okay. Boyfriend pees in the shower. Not when he's showering. When he has to pee, he will go to the bathroom, pull the shower <laughs> curtain, and piss into the tub. What the fuck? Is that it? That's it. I mean, like, look at it this way. 
he's doing the environmentally friendly thing because he's not flushing it, right? So think of how many gallons of water he's saving every day by peeing in the to- or peeing in the shower. Well, you see, that's worse because then the pee just stays there. So I'm assuming because I'm not, not if you have good aim. If you're getting it right down the drain. Mm. See, I'm assuming because he's only pulling the shower curtain across. He's not even getting into the tub. He's just like aiming. I can't imagine his aim's that good. Like what I scope does he use? A three times scope on there? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like unless I like got a digital threat woken up or drunk. My my peeing skills is, is are pretty accurate. Yeah, there's but always a little like, bit when the when the you know when the pressure starts dying at the end. Yeah, or if your like, foreskin gets in the way and you just go everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm imagining in my head he turns the shower on afterwards. So who even knows? Though, he might he might be spending still, more more spending just, more just water. Point, he might be spending more water. If he just turns it on and off, it's still less than the toilet flush. Yeah, but what if he turns it off for even longer? What if he waits for it to heat up because he wants to treat his piss right? <laughs> he doesn't want his piss to get into a cold shower. Well, now, now we're in a whole new bag of problems. Hmm. What if? So I don't know. Yeah, throw throw out some fucking advice. You're you're a resident piss in the wrong place expert. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I I think if this bothers you, which I think you're right to like, I don't think it's a big deal really but i also wouldn't do it like i i wouldn't suggest pulling this maneuver well the thing for me is why yeah i don't like if if for like let's say your toilet got sick of your shit literally figuratively ran away peeing in the shower totally fine substitute because you do no longer have a toilet when you have a toilet right there why well, okay, here I will posit this question as well. If you want it's it's not that it's easier. I don't think peeing in the the tub is any easier than peeing in the toilet. Not at all. So you've just made your life presumably slightly more difficult because mm-hmm. you're now peeing in something that isn't meant to be peed in. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, why not commit and make it a challenge and pee in the sink? Arguably probably easier. You could just rest your dick on it. You well, don't have to hold on how it. taller or or short you are. Yeah. I guess. But then, but you're running the risk of like, there's a lot of stuff that you don't want pee on your bathroom counter. Your toothbrush is there, your soap, if you have little hand soap stuff, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's more splash danger. True. But Where like, in the tub, you have a very large target. You could just soak that bad boy. You arguably don't even really have to hold it. True. Maybe that's with it. Maybe, consequence. maybe that's what he loves. He loves the freedom. Like, one day, something was wrong with the toilet, and he went and he fire hosed, but like, for once, like he was like, oh shit, like reaching for his dick as it just flung itself willy nilly, like just with fresh meat energy. And all of a sudden he was like, wait, and his, his errant dick just sprayed where it wanted to. And he didn't have to, he didn't have to tie that sucker down. And you know what? He liked the freedom. Yeah. Does, have you seen him do the whole ritual? Because does he, he gets absolutely naked, stands in the shower mm-hmm. and maybe, just pees. Maybe he likes warm toes. Oh God! You know, in reality, I think you can. I don't think you're out of line being like, "Hey, do you mind not like maybe use the toilet for the pee, which it is specifically designed for, and not peeing in the shower?" It's one thing if it's if you're peeing in the shower when the water's running because there's no, like you said, there's no stagnant piss lying around after the fact. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't. It's you're not in the wrong asking someone to use the toilet for its intended purpose. I'm sorry, I, I read a comment that just blew my mind out the back of my head, so I didn't even hear a word you said. 
I I was I'm not going to repeat it because you said there's nothing wrong with using the toilet for its intended purpose. I I don't think there's anything wrong with with someone, regardless of partner, boss, parent, anyone, stranger being like, hey, if you're going to pee, can you please use the utility that is there specifically for the pee? Well, that's the thing. It's uh, like I think the main question is you need to know why. And that is where you go from there, because why they do it is tied into how you go forward. If it's just like a funny joke. Okay, then maybe just be like, hey, this bothers me because all I can think of is, you know, unclaimed piss just like in my shower now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like going going off, getting, getting old. I, a place that I want to be clean in. Like yeah. what if you want to have a bath? It's like you've completely taken baths off. Exactly. Off baths the are now not a thing because you don't know where that piss is, right? Yeah. Um, but like if it's an aim issue, then it's like, really? You're that lazy? You can't hold it or sit down, bud? I, if it's an environment issue, then maybe you guys need to have a talk. I don't know. But I think the like nailing down why is the most important part of this whole thing. Because without knowing why, we could just we could offer anything and it wouldn't, you know. Yeah. And like any have a sort chat. Of issue. Like why? Yeah. Why do you do this? Um don't don't make it about like shaming him or being like, it's disgusting. It's like regardless of how you feel about it. Like you might think it's disgusting, and I also think it's pretty unsanitary. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I literally just admitted to considering peeing in a litter box. Yeah, so we'll use that as a baseline. He's um, <laughs> slowly becoming a cat. I've known it's going to happen this whole time, but I did happily lie in a sunbeam for like thirty minutes today. Oh hell yeah, that's the most Dane Miller thing I've ever goddamn heard. Yeah, I've got oh, like an acupuncture mat, and uh, so I just put it down, and then like the sun slowly came around. I was like, well, this is where I'm staying for a bit. Hell yeah. But yeah, just just have this conversation. Like you said, find out why and then be like, hey. Yeah, try and get a workaround, right? This is this is important to me that you mm-hmm. use the toilet. Because like if they don't think you care, then they're never going to change what they're doing, right? Yeah. And I assume you haven't talked to them because you haven't mentioned your comment. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I can't not read this. Yes, you, I, Are you ready? Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is by As If Dude. They say, the only time I peed in the tub without the shower running brackets i'm a chick brackets was when my boyfriend was going through a bad stinky shit episode and i've been waiting over an hour to pee so i was like fuck it i'm gonna have to clean the bathroom after him anyway he's a fucking gross goblin so i went in there pulled down my pants and he's all babe what the fuck i'm pooping and sat on the edge of the tub and went for it maintaining eye contact and he was so grossed out i turned on the shower rinsed it out and left he poops at work more now, which is great because he gets it everywhere. And our bathroom is tiny. So getting it on the wall is not unheard of. And the people before <laughs> us painted the walls blue. So it's easy to notice, laughing face. What? Excuse me? How is he shitting on the walls regularly? Also, is he doing that at work then? <laughs> I... Oh, boy. How, how do you get it everywhere? Well, he's on the walls. I, I, it, it, this implies that he literally is shitting on the walls at work. That's... Oh, my God. I mean, maybe he's not shitting on the walls. Maybe he's getting shit on things that are then rubbing up against walls. You know, maybe it's all over his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's that better. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he's... Gotta maybe it's a lot of poop and he has to sort of like manually massage it down the drain to make sure it doesn't clog. Get a poop knife. <laughs> I just love how like in this person, 
like instead of being like yeah it sucks that my boyfriend apparently shits on every surface she's like oh the people before us painted the walls blue so it's easy to notice good you don't want that to be not noticed yeah i would want i would paint it white i would want to know every errant piece of shit just chilling on my surface i like that the the alternative to that is painting the walls the exact shade of his shit (laughs) to, to camouflage it just like speckles of different brown colors all right, I feel like this has gone on. <laughs> this is you know it's something the Romans used to do. They would have like uh, mosaic floors where they would like with tile like make like apple cores and like chicken bones and shit in the pattern of the floor so that they wouldn't have to clean as often because their floor would already look dirty. <laughs> we should do that more. Yeah, fuck. Okay, go. I think that would literally break Amanda. If she oh man, floor, I would hate that. If that she could not actually clean, I think that would. I'm rewatching Community. I don't know. I think I mentioned that last week. Um, but now there's like, the scene where where Abed gets broken. I think <laughs> Annie breaks Abed and he makes a noise. And I think that would be the noise <laughs> that would yeah come out of Amanda if she had a floor that was just permanently dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the worst idea. Um, this comes from Reddit user uh, O's. How to manage a sex life when both of us are exhausted. We are a young couple and are just so exhausted these days. Uh, I hope no one trolls, but we're Muslims and it's the month of Ramadan. Fasting. We have to refrain from food and sex and bad deeds too. We fast from 3 a.m. to 7 p.m. And after we eat, we're too exhausted to do anything except a few kisses and cuddles and we fall asleep. How can we get the energy and not lazy out? So do you want to? I mean, it seems like they want to. I don't know. At no point is there like, because like for me, it's like, it's very obviously well, the question is how to... how to manage a sex life when both of us are exhausted. True. So I feel like if, if they if didn't want ex- to have sex, this... if you're exhausted and you don't feel like having sex, it's like you don't feel like having sex. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm I'm going to assume that these people want to have sex. So I, I would hope so. To do. For me, it's like you gotta figure out. Like I don't get tired pretty much, so it's I don't not... get tired when there's sex on the table. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I could be <laughs> I could be a corpse and the sex is on the table and it's fine. Yes. Um, I also just like in general, like mentally tired, maybe where I'm like, oh, I'm just done. But like physically or like sexually tired, that's very hard for me. No pun intended. Everyone gets tired in different ways and everyone recovers in different ways. So it's like, does coffee work for you? You know what I mean? Like, should you guys cuddle, have a coffee, have an hour nap, get up, fuck, go back to bed kind of deal? Is that a thing you should do? Should you fuck in the morning before you come home after being exhausted and having not eaten as much? Well, their fast starts at 3 a.m. You could get up real early. I feel like that doesn't help the exhausted. Or even like when you just woke, wake up, it's like I very rarely wake up ravenous. You know what I mean? And it's like if you've eaten just before you go to bed, presumably you're waking up like not starving and not exhausted. So maybe make it like a morning thing unless it's. Well, they can't. So okay, they can't so have sex during fasting. During fasting, okay. Yeah. Um, this is a hard one to answer because I don't know them personally and what does and doesn't affect their sexual needs. And I think that's a thing you need to figure out. Like, what is it? Like, why are you exhausted? And what is it you personally can do to change that? Yeah, I think... I think there are things like if if you think that sex like, yeah, sex is a super physical activity. If you're, you know, doing it full also, hog. have like cuddle sex, right? 
Well, there are there are things you could do. Like if you guys want to just cuddle and watch a movie or cuddle and be on the couch, have your partner sit in between your legs and just play like mutual masturbation or you know what i mean like there are a bunch of things you could do that isn't necessarily sex but requires little to no effort like having mm-hmm. a woman sit in front of you like in between your legs as you cuddle and watch a movie and you've got a hand you've got two hands that can reach you know pleasure zones you can play with her boobs you can play with her clit mm-hmm. you can you know you can rubber and you can get to orgasm that way with little to no physical effort see like the thing that's confusing me is like I can't imagine it's a physical exhaustion. Like, I can't imagine it's like, I, I want to fuck, but I'm literally too tired to do it. I'm imagining it's like, I'm so tired, I don't feel like I want to fuck. And that's why I was like, do you want to? You know what I mean? Because to be so physically exhausted that you want to fuck but can't doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. but So I'm assuming... We also, like, we also don't fast for... You know. 100%, yeah. So, like, I could be wrong, but to me, it's like, I completely understand being exhausted and not wanting to have sex. I don't understand being exhausted and wanting to, but being unable to. Well, I, th- so I'm, I think it might be one of those things. I'm wondering where if, it's... Sorry, go ahead. I'm just wondering whether it's a, I feel like I should have sex, or it's a, he wants to have sex. I or she, right? Be... Which one? Is it the guy or the girl asking this? I or the, or the guy or the guy or the girl or the girl, sorry. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't say. But like, so... The worrying thing for me is that either the partner wants it and they don't, or they think that they should have it because to me, and like, you know, I've been fucking wrecked before, but I've never really been physically tired to the point where I really want to have sex, but cannot. Usually if I don't want to, and it's due to exhaustion or something, it's because I just don't want to. So changing it to want to versus changing it to being able to physically are two very different things. I think it's more along the lines of they've prior to this they've had a, a sex life mm-hmm. and since starting fasting oh, yeah. that no, of sex life have, has dwindled and i think they're trying to find a way to to fill in the gaps when you know physical sex might be too exhausting for them yeah i know but the thing is it's like if you're not feeling it versus if you're just like physically exhausted they are two very different ways to go but it's it seems to say that they are too tired to have sex but they want to have sex okay then just have cuddle sex like, you don't have to fucking ram somebody. You don't have to, like, throw each other around and peach over against the wall and, like, you know, lift up your partner in the middle of the room and, you know, hold them up while you fuck them. You can, like, literally, like, spoon each other and just slowly, like, just go at it, which yeah. can be great. Again, do um, it first thing in the morning. If you're if you're exhausted, like, you know, half the they, morning they sex. Like, oh, sorry. Yes. But I mean, like, <laughs> early, early, right? Like, if, if sex is important, like, get up. Like, go to bed. I'm sure you're not going to bed at 3 a.m. Go to bed. Get up. And if you're exhausted, it'll be even easier to go to bed early. Wake up at, like, 2.30. Have 30 minutes of sex. Go back to bed. Wake up whenever you want to do it. And it's like, if you're doing it right, you will be exhausted again afterwards. And you just go right back to bed. I mean, that yes. I think that is probably, if if you are are dedicated to to maintaining a sex life i think that's the thing set an alarm for 2 a.m or 2 30 however you know how much time you think you're gonna need and just fucking bang it out before 3 a.m kicks in and then you go to sleep again wake up like we're all isolating you got nothing to do during the day Mm -hmm. wake up at fucking noon and that's you know you've got seven hours left of your fast to do yeah you dust your hands off and hopefully after seven hours you're, uh, you know, hopefully you're going to be okay to 
to do something else again if you want or keep running that marathon mm-hmm. and if it is I'll... another thing where like it, you just feel like you should or whatever but you're, you're not mentally there like that's okay you don't have to want to have sex yeah you can turn this into a very long sort of anticipation thing like mm-hmm. you guys can tease each other you can you can do little things but if you both aren't feeling sex even if it's something as something like oral sex, like if even that is too much for you, then, you know, before bed, just give each other a little rub or a stroke or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when you can finally fuck again, it'll be great. Unrestricted. It'll be, it'll be so good. Or even just spend the day teasing each other. Cause you know, you can't touch till seven. So that's pretty sick. Yeah. I don't know if that would fall into. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not versed on, uh, you know, the, the ins yeah. and outs of Ramadan, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like there are there are a bunch of things you can do. And I think what will have like if you guys sat on the couch together and she just, you know, casually was stroking your dick while you guys had a cup of tea and, you know, watched a show. I have a feeling that you would eventually get a second wind. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like also, I don't know, sometimes when you're like trying to ho- like trying too hard to have sex or like trying to plan it it can really kind of like suck the the fun out of it and it's yeah, hard it to be... be spontaneous when you have kind of this like limited window but like there are ways around that and it's like if you try and just like tease each other or be playful or do anything like that you're kind of circumventing this like oh it's eight and we're both tired i guess we should fuck before we have to go to bed you know yeah, if you are looking at your watching and like, well, it's, you know, six hours until sex time. But like neither of you are really into it because you're so tired. Like, yeah, of course, it's of course, it's not manifesting because neither of you are are it's, looking forward to doing it. Yeah. And when it feels like it's, you know, it's just another thing you have to get to on the schedule or like almost like it's a chore. It's never really going to energize you. You know what I mean? So maybe if that's the way you've been approaching it, like throw that out the fucking window or once it hits seven o'clock, get some chocolate, get some oysters, get every single like aphrodisiac food you can cuddle up in a little like sex fort. Just see what happens. Yeah. Make your first meal three Viagra. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently just... so there's uh there's a new show. Have you ever heard of the show called normal people, Dane? No. So it's a new show that's uh, doing the rounds. Like everyone in Ireland is obsessed with it. I think it's, I don't know what it is, but it's some raunchy, like, romance show. Uh, I think it's along the lines of, like, Fifty Shades, or at least the nudity and, like, you know, whatever is. Um, So, like, all the people in Ireland and England are getting all, like, hot and bothered about it. So, like, there's all these, like, joke articles about the Vatican, like, dumping holy water over, like, the TV show, the TV studio that did it, because they want to, like, cleanse it. It's pretty funny. Maybe watch that show. Maybe watch something that'll get you guys hot and bothered. Yeah, that, like throw Chromecast. I mean, if you guys live together, now is the appropriate time to Chromecast porn to your TV. And it's pretty much the only time to do it. I don't know why it's an option. Um, but Make like, sure you Chromecast it to the right TV. Yeah, if you if you live with roommates or parents or something. Or have a neighbor um, with a Chromecast. Well, you have to have the code. So I don't think... Some people take the code off. Well, in that case, you're asking for porn on your TV. It's fair. I feel like the only people who don't have code activated Chromecast are perverts. Did I ever tell you about one of my neighbors uh, had gotten a 
like we have like fuck all washing machines in our building, but the next building over is owned by the same people. They have a lot more washing machines. So she had a friend in that, or I made friends with someone in the next building over or in this building. I don't know. Either way, they had a key for next stair, next uh, doors, like washing machine area. So one day she went over to get it, knocks on the door and he's like, oh, give me a minute. Opens the door. And it's like, yeah, come in. The key's on the table. Steps in. He's watching like someone just get rammed up the ass on TV. And the only thing he did, like it was clearly Chromecasting porn. The only thing he did was mute it. See, and then invited her in to go to the table to pick up the key to wave awkwardly goodbye. I don't give a shit. If you want to watch porn in your own home, cool. Of course. But to put it on your television, I think that that is the line that drives me into deviancy. No, I think that's that's fine. It's like, why why look at it? If you're going to do it anyway, and you're the only one who lives there, and your roommates aren't going to come in, throw it because up on the TV. That's fine. There's but... a diminishing return of high definition and genitals, <laughs> Niall. True, true but... The, the bigger the thing is, and the higher the definition, the more you see. And when it comes to genitals, I don't want to see more. But, whoa, this is a sex and dating podcast. You shut your mouth. We always want to see more. Um, please don't send us stuff. Oh shit. That reminds me of a question we have today. Um, but also the weird thing here is if you're watching a TV, whatever, someone comes in who you'd barely know, you turn off the TV, you don't mute it and invite <laughs> Maybe them Maybe it was in. one of those things where he thought he hit the, the power button and just muted it. But then you don't realize? invite someone in like, oh, it's on the table. It was definitely a ill prepared come on. Like he was hoping that the world was like porn world where you right. come in, you see the TV and you go, hey, I oh, like damn. penises in my ass. And then that's it. I bet you one million percent that was his plan. Hey, you know what? He had to shoot a shot. <laughs> well, he did. It did not work. <laughs> it didn't work, but he shot it. All right. We ready? So if you've been with us for a while, you know that occasionally people get mixed up about what we do. What we do. Our name can be misleading, I guess. Um, so this is the newest in a trend of people who message us initially thinking we're something else only to turn around and, uh, help us out. So we're going to call them agent smash bros. Um, and they say anybody here, yeah. what's meant for fuck buddies. Uh, we let them know we're a sex and dating advice podcast. And they said only advice, nobody to fuck here, which for those who don't know, no, we are both taken. Uh, and then, thankfully, they turned around and kind of joined into to what we do um, and asked us, how to enlarge penis naturally? So I'm going to throw this over to you, Dane. How to enlarge penis naturally? Um, I think the best thing to do is there's a bunch of websites and ads online mm -hmm. that offer these services. And I think just, you know, clicking through a few of them. And honestly, I would say maybe just get all of them blended into one super penis cocktail like a smoothie and just fucking chug it down and you'll wake up and your dick will be too big mm -hmm. he like wanted it, it will... bigger and naturally i don't know if you wanted it to be too big well here's the thing i'm an all or nothing kind of guy if i'm looking at my dick and i say i want this to be bigger i'm gonna get it as big as i possibly can get to the point where if i have an erection i will die uh, I just looked up, can you enlarge penis naturally on Google? And yeah, that's, that's the thing I just did. Yeah. Well, let me tell you a, a story about what I did as a teenager. Oh, um, okay. 
I was super, super, super insecure about my dick as like every teenage guy who like, I feel like every teenage guy goes through waves of being like, my dick's the best. Cause you figure out like masturbation mm-hmm. and sex and all that kind and of then stuff. And you're like, my dick's the um, worst. But then, you're also, but then like the only other real contact you have with dicks is porn. Mm-hmm. So you, you see sort of like the top end spectrum of dicks. And if your dick isn't in that range, you're like, ah, um, also you're like 13. So your dick hasn't even finished growing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, was like, I need to make my dick bigger. So mm-hmm. I ended up downloading this like PDF that was meant to be like dick stretching techniques to make your dick bigger. I just found dick stretching techniques. Um, and I did those for like two months. Mm-hmm. It um, sounds painful. Is it painful? It's, it's fucking terrible. Uh. Let me tell you that first, before you get going, you literally have to like, scald your dick with a hot face tower to like Wait, warm up the muscles okay like you you, you like cover a, a like a hand towel mm-hmm. um or like a face towel or whatever with hot 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 water and yeah. wrap your dip in it or dick around it mm-hmm. or wrap it around your dick to like you know because you can't really like loosen up you know when you warm up you run or whatever you get your muscles warmed mm-hmm. up so they don't um, so the the methodology there is like oh you can't really do that with your dick so you got to warm it up with temperature um and like I, I'm not going to go into the other. Like I don't remember what the other things were. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait, what do you stretch though? So you're like doing things where like I, I'm trying to remember what what one of the things was. I'm pretty sure one of them was like you hold this like the base of your your shaft mm-hmm. and you like slowly pull up. Ah, okay. It's it's all made up bullshit as far as I know. Um, because well, according to this, I... <laughs> according to this, um. People can get up to, you know, I'm not even going to read it because I don't really think that, like, I think if, if these things were safe, everyone would do them. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody yeah. is looking at their dick going, that's too big. Or that's just, I, per- you know what I mean? Like, especially yeah. not when you're younger. You know what I mean? Like, you, I think you could have a pretty great dick when you're younger and still be like, I have the smallest penis in the world ever. Yeah. Um, and it also has a giant thing at the end of this page that basically says you can tear your ligaments and ruin your dick. Um, so a moral of my story is I'm pretty sure I did that. Oh no. Um, I, I started to like, it hurt to like get erections to like run any, any sort of thing. So I ended up doing another little web search and sure enough, it was like, you know, hundreds of dudes being like, I did these things and now my dick hurts. And every person who seemed to either be a doctor or whatever, and was like, don't do this. Yeah. Like your dick isn't meant to be like, flexible or like you know tortured like this for prolonged periods of times or or the time periods that they're telling you to do you know what i mean because like this is meant to be like something you do over the span of like six months a year or whatever Mm -hmm. um whereas like you know some people are into penis torture and stuff for for kinks and stuff and that's on the short term fine yeah but uh but when you're doing this to yourself on the daily you can do so much fucking damage so the fact the point i'm trying to make here is don't do anything to your dick. Just love what yeah, you got. That's that's where I was going to end up. Um, I wanted to kind of make some kind of a for, informed opinion, but like I've always I've heard of penis pumps. I don't really know what they do. I'm pretty sure. So they they just like exp- like increase the blood. Mm-hmm. So you know the Kylie Jenner lip challenge thing. Oh sure. Where yeah. you like 
where it like sucks the lips and makes them big. Mm-hmm. It's essentially that for your dick, more or less. Like oh, it, it pretty much just enlarges temporarily with suction. Yeah, as far as I know, that's my I think I think that's about it. Um, it seems to say you can get tears and damage in ligaments or tissue, uh, hinder your ability to get or maintain an erection, uh, or permanently damage your penis with vein ruptures, numbness, etc. Yeah, uh, and I think the moral of the story is like there isn't really a magic way to make your dick longer. Um, if there was, everyone would do it. It wouldn't be this. Like, it it wouldn't be a secret. secret. It would not be a secret. Yeah. People would be like. Can you imagine how much fucking money people would make off that? Because every single man in the world, pretty much, would probably buy it. Uh, Especially when they're younger. Here's the thing. We have invested so much money and time and years of science into men's dicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we've ignored real health issues. Yeah. And have put so much... A disproportionate like a amount of effort into look at any male mm-hmm. sexual like as soon as there's a male sexual issue it, it is flooded with with science and money and everything yeah. because they know it'll sell they know it'll make money mm-hmm. and you know historically men were the ones that mattered in sex yeah and like yeah there's no way this would be a secret they would just be like, hey, hell yeah, let me make all the money in the fucking world. Like, yeah, even I mean, if it was even, like half an inch, even if it was anything. That's exactly like, what I was going to say, yeah. People would be like out there getting it, giving it, taking it. It would be wild. So I think that's all you need to know about the fact that like there isn't really a safe or even like guaranteed way. You could do something that's unsafe and also not get results. You know what I mean? Like they're... And the main thing is, like, your dick size is not as important as you think it is. Especially when the when it comes at the cost of using your dick. Yeah, guess what's like, better than not having a dick? Having a small dick. Yeah. You know? And even then, it's like, we all go through periods, if not entire lifetimes, being like, wow, my dick is small. Porn will do yeah. that to you. The media will do that to you. Everything will do that to you. But, like, if you go through any forums on sexuality, you will find a million people asking question, does dick length matter? And you will find a million people being like, not really. Yeah. Or people with large dicks complaining that, yeah, they're, you know, they can't have sex or women complaining about men with penises that are too large to have sex with. Yeah. It's unfortunately one of those things where it's you're, unless you've, you're in that happy middle ground. Mm -hmm. Um, there, there's real like there even if you big, are, you're probably not going to necessarily know it, right? You're going to be jealous yeah. of that person with that bigger dick or whatever, yeah. Um, or you're going to be jealous of that person that can go longer than you or whatever. Like it's it's one of those things where like you're always going to be a little bit insecure, or at least it's very common to be very insecure about your dick. We've all been there, um, yeah. But like sabotaging it is not the way to go. That's the thing is if it comes at the cost of your sexual health and mm-hmm. your your General potential health. to even have sex. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Sure. You, you can, you know, take pills that might make you sterile or, you know, might further the chances of erectile dysfunction. Yeah. There's so many things that or you can stretch you can your dick and up. tear ligaments and not be able to get a boner. You know? Yeah. Um, none of them are worth it. And most of them are very unsafe. So, so I think that. I think Our that, advice like, the, is don't do it. Yeah, the, the answer to can I enlarge my dick is maybe, but should you? No, I think like what you should be focusing on is uh, 
increasing your confidence, increasing the knowledge of, of how people react to dicks in reality yeah. outside of the media, outside of porn, outside of go on Reddit and look up, literally type in, you know, penis size. And I'm sure you will find, like you said, so many questions yeah. of people There's, being like, uh, my boyfriend has a small penis and he's really insecure about it, but I don't care. I think like, one of the top, uh, one of the top questions ever on either ask women or ask men. I can't remember which one it was. I think it might even be on both is like yeah. something. I think I'm not sure if it was about micro penises or about just dick size in general, because it goes into both then in the actual topics. And a lot of it was like, you know, one of my favorite sexual partners was this person who's like dick was yeah. like an inch and a half or two inches or something. And they were really good in bed. And like, it's funny because most people heard like I was with this one guy who had like nine inches or eight inches or whatever. And he was terrible and people are always surprised when I find this person better, but like, it doesn't make sense to me that I would want that other thing when it was a terrible sexual experience. So it's like invest in yourself, invest in how you treat people and like sexually and in a, you know, platonic sense and no one's going to give a shit. Yeah. There's a weird, if you make someone come like a fucking crazy amount of times or just hard or well, they're going to remember that. Yeah. Yeah, like, like there's there's this weird psychology about dick size where like people, um, I've like I said I've I have so many female friends who have been like oh, I hooked up with a dude who's had a giant dick but like either like just jackhammered me for five minutes and then called it quits or mm -hmm. you know had no technique didn't go down on me didn't do this didn't do that so there's like people who think that like oh I've got a big dick that's that's it all I did my, it that's all the work I need to do but it's, it's like, done no, there's there's a lot more technique and finesse to having sex and being a good partner and being a good lover yeah. than, than what you got swinging between your legs. Yeah. And the amount you participate or like the amount you kind of like add to that scenario versus the amount your dick adds are it's heavily weighed in favor of you. So it's yeah. like, if you feel like you're lacking in a certain area, one, you're probably not as lacking as you believe. And two, it really doesn't matter compared to all the things you can control, which is you and your sexual performance, your sexual investedness and your sexual like kindness you know what i mean people want like a a lover who's like willing to like like generous a generous lover yeah they don't want someone who's just like look at my big dick bomb 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 i'm done yep you know but yeah please please don't ruin your dick please don't um this comes from a reddit throwaway account scared of accidentally putting in her ass rather than pussy <laughs> I know this is going to be shocking. Okay, I'm a virgin, so please forgive my ignorance. I get that they look different, I get how <laughs> they feel different, and I get how they even smell different, but I'm still scared of fucking it up. Is it really easy to tell the difference between her pussy and her asshole with the top of your dick? Uh, well, science has been trying to discover which is which for years. And honestly, like, if it wasn't for the fact, if there was a third option, we'd be really fucked. But right now, it's 50-50 shot, and that's okay. Niall, don't come at me with your jokes, all right? We know that they smell different. Do they? We know that they look different. Do they? <laughs> also, like, you don't have to feel this situation out with the tip of your dick alone. I would say that would be the hardest way to figure anything 100%, out. 100%, yeah. But, like, it's not like you're blindfolded, pinned to a wall, and the only thing you can move is, like, your hips, and then you have to, like, navigate your way in. That's yeah. not how this works. Guess what, bud? You have your eyes and you have your hands. Hey, to be fair, if it's dark or in certain positions, you don't get to see either hole. True. Or but all the, holes. But what I'm saying is 
presumably you have the ability to turn the light on or to use your hand. Yes. Or also, both. Let me t- let me tell you right now. You're not going to accidentally slip it in someone's ass. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, Unless you have... Bu- Wait, what age is this person? Uh, I don't know. They don't say. Okay. Unless you have buckets of lube, and unless they, it's not their first time, and they are, you know, acclimatized, even then, it's not going to be... The first time I ever had anal sex was an accident. I will say I have definitely had a slip. Those slips usually... Uh, were like just you know those times where someone's just so fucking wet it's everywhere and you're jackhammering and then yeah it slips out and it might you know uh and another time I was at a pool and i feel really bad about those times because no one enjoyed that uh um, yeah and it wasn't and like uh it wasn't like oh shit now we're doing anal it was just like uh, oh and then oh sorry and then you know it was fine <laughs> um so like yeah stuff stuff like that can happen but yeah. Unless you're doing something so wrong. You're good. You're good, man. Like, find where you're going with your hands first and guide yourself in. Easy. Yeah. Or, and if you're really worried about it, get them to help. Yeah. You could even just be like, hey, like, if you use your hand somewhere else, you'd be like, put me in. Put me yeah. in. You have to say it in that voice, though, or else it's weird. Um, I mean, sometimes or like I, you, you get in the bottom, make her get on top and she will grab it and put it in. Or yeah. just be like, like turn the lights on and look. Like, there's, unless again, unless you're in some kind of game show where you are pinned to a wall, blindfolded, your nose is pinched shut with a fucking like clothes hook. What am I talking about? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. This you don't have to just. Well, here's something. I think smell. I think smell is the most concerning thing because if you're trying to insert <laughs> your dick <laughs> into into either one of them, what if you're blind and you and you can smell. The distinction between from no, what if they're going down and just being like, hold on, <sighs> wait, oh yeah, no, that one's the butt. <laughs> that's, that's that's what. Let me put my hand here to remember where it is. Yeah. Let me get it. But he can't use his hands. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, it's like I, chances are you're gonna get a a notification if you're going in the butt. Yeah, that's another thing. Even if somehow you manage to fail this entire way, they will be like, oh wait, and you'll be like, oh sorry, and guess what? That's one one of two options done. So you just yeah. go with the second one. I mean, I've had so much sex. And there are still times in certain positions where if I've fallen out and I have to reinsert and I do it with a little bit of enthusiasm, I still get the, oh, nope. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, sorry. Which is it's fine like, because it's not your first time. Because if it was your first time and you're just like half ha- like haphazardly like just schlip, that's not, that's not how you do it, man. You need to come at this with a little bit more focus i'm assuming this is just like not a real question in terms of like i don't think it's an actual necessarily like real fear i think it's more just the general fear of sex and they're overthinking everything and i get it first time scary yeah and it's like i'm sure there's so much shit in media and stuff of people being like oh no it's in the wrong hole Mm -hmm. like that that doesn't happen i mean it does we've talked about how it happens but it doesn't happen where it's just like oops no, you'll get sort of like, uh, oh, no, sorry, wrong hole. Yeah. A little lower or a little higher, depending on what yeah, angle you're going at. Where? Maybe a little bit to the left or right. You don't know if they're sideways. Yeah, true. Um, so just relax. And if you're really worried, just ask them to put it in. Yeah. 
Um, another trick that I used when I was a virgin and still sort of figuring out the female anatomy was you tie I, a string when, to their clit and you tie the end <laughs> to your dick. And then when you're going down, you just follow the knots. I mean, you're not super off. What oh, I did no. was I would, I would put my dick on the, on the, like her clit. I would use my dick to sort of like teaser mm-hmm. with my clit or with her down. clit and then slide up, it down until on... I find, until I find where it goes in. And yeah. it's like, I did it. And the thing is, you'll probably be using your hand to guide yourself in and or spread her. So, like, you're not going in here alone. Hands are there to help, bud. Yeah. Your eyes are there to help. Enjoy. Even if you're holding your dick, put your finger, like, put one finger sort of, like, down and, like, dangling, Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to feel. The second you feel it, you'll be like, okay, cool, there it is. And then it's not like you have to sort of, like, you know, grope your way around and be like, where is it? And then, like, you know, find it. It's your first time. You want to like sit back, look down, and just watch it slide in. It's the best. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy yes. this. And also, there's no harm in letting people know that, like, if you're about to have sex, there's no harm in being like, "Hey, it's my first time." Yeah. You know, and and navigate that because, especially for dudes, like it can be so bad the first time because everyone's so worried about it, and we're so like up in our heads about mm-hmm. being like, "Ah, oh, look, we gotta what? be perfect at it." It's is like, my no. dick okay? Have I stretched enough? will i last long enough is this the butt or the vagina let me smell it i don't know now the thing is relax we know it's really hard and that's why me and dane actually have maps for sale on our website that will guide you straight to the vagina and we'll we 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 have like optional routes for getting to the butt if you want to the thing is for your first time if you want to go here you just follow our very direct maps um they're i think what 7.99 now for isolation yeah, they're uh, they're on sale. Yeah. And hey, whatever you do, don't Google female bodies. Just don't do it. Don't look no. for images. We definitely didn't steal the first image that came up and nope. and just draw on remove the watermark. Marker. Yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> no, That's we actually didn't done. remove the watermark. So <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> if anyone sees stockimages.ie, don't tell them that we took their thing. All right, let's do one more quick question. This is by Dimmest Bulb. Found out my 28-year-old male girlfriend, 29-year-old female, will crumple up an entire new chip bag before opening, effectively into dust. She then eats the crumbs with a spoon. How do I handle this madness? I'm at a loss, Reddit. I'm not prepared for the financial toll of duplicate chip bags. This is the most upsetting question we've had on this podcast. (laughs) And we've had some bad ones. I think the only answer here is a flamethrower. And you need to send this demon back to hell from whence it came because there's no way this is a human being. I'm thinking it's the same person that cut your subway all those episodes ago. Maybe. You know? Yeah. And I think if I have, a, I have many thoughts about this. Firstly, if you just found this out, what other things does she do? Like, yeah, you. It, it can't be just this one thing. You need to get her to like buy some ice cream. Be like, hey, can you make me a bowl of ice cream? Yeah. Does she microwave it? Right. Does she just like drink, compress it into like one tiny little like ice cube and just like pop it into your mouth? Like, but also, does she think this is how it's meant to be done? Like, does she know but made her own choice? Because you know what? I can handle that. I can I can appreciate at least the individuality there. But what if she Here's thinks the thing. this is it? What if she does not know how you're meant to do it? 
How does she eat chips out and about? How does she eat popcorn? Yeah, I look, look, if this is how you prefer to eat chips, that's fine. But put them in a bowl and then fucking punch them. Don't ruin the <laughs> yeah. whole bag of chips punch for them, everyone. Can you just take half out first for yourself? Or give that's half what I mean. It's that's, like, yeah, yeah. Split, split the bag. Like, so I, don't. You know what? It seems like the girlfriend is a problem solver here. And the guy just has no idea how to do this. You don't need to buy duplicate chip bags, you lunatic. I mean, I would because I would never see this woman again. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Duplicate. Well, you wouldn't buy a duplicate then, would you? You just buy I your would. Own. I would buy extra chips so that she could not do this to them. What if you bought her some Pringles? <laughs> that's the first That's the first question. Oh, my that's the God. the first comment. <laughs> this, is, this is how, like, you know how, you know, some, oh, you have to know the genie's real name to defeat him. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like those kind of like things. I think this is it. I think if you give her a can of Pringles. She just, and like, turned into smoke. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have banished her. And we will be freed from the curse of this woman. What would what would her, her name be, this this monster? Whatever ruined food is backwards. <laughs> Doof. <laughs> Doof de Noor? <laughs> Damn, Doof de Noor is actually a pretty cool name. <laughs> Doof de Noor? <laughs> yeah that's a new that's a new demon guys we we uncovered it here you know what's funny i think i've solved a lot of our modern day problems uh you know the way you can get salt and you pour it in a circle and it'll trap like an evil spirit or a demon yeah so i thought you were just gonna introduce me to the concept of salt you know salt salt's pretty great no you know salt yeah no but, but but like come on yes yeah demon yes yeah. yeah yeah so you pour it around the person who's possessed they still can't leave, even though it's a normal person being possessed by this evil spirit because of the evil spirit, right? Yeah. Right? Okay. So get this. Self-driving yeah, yeah, self-driving cars. You pour a circle of salt around them. They do not leave. They cannot leave. Right? And some uh-huh. people think it's because it looks like the lines on a road. But look at it this way. What possesses cars to make them drive? 5G. 5G is the devil. Okay, so this is this has nothing to do with the question. You're just going on a flight <laughs> I'm glad I prefaced this episode with saying sometimes we give advice to things that don't have anything to do yeah, with the question. Because we've done that, I'm pretty sure, every Constantly. question. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just saw a thing about putting salt around self-driving cars. Uh, yeah, there we go, boys. I think that'll do it. <laughs> I think that is how we'll end it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> we don't hold it against you if you never listen again. <laughs> but here's I'm gonna tell you right now, if you if you stop listening, you will not know whether or not your girlfriend is a demon or not. That's true. Also that's, that's all I'm saying. I did completely forget we had an update from last week. Oh yeah. We so have time. I don't I can go find the actual thing or I can just tell you what happened because Yeah, tell me what happened. Uh so remind turned, me the question. This was uh the guy who accidentally offended the one legged girl he was into by calling her a pirate. Right. Yes. Turns out she did find it funny, but she was in turn making him sweat by not replying because she didn't oh. find it that funny. <laughs> she was like, I found it funny, but not funny enough to not make you sweat. And apparently things are going well and they have a date set for after isolation. That is fantastic. Right? A that bit is of good news. A little bit of good news. I feel I'm actually more on board. Like already I was like cheering for them, but like mm-hmm. that level of I like I I want to say pettiness, but it's not pettiness because it's it was mischief. in good 
Yeah, They've mischief got, like, is joined, a good word for it. Adjoined levels of mischief, which I think is probably one of the most important things for any relationship. Oh, 100 percent If you can't if you can't have like that little bit of scampy nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I appreciate uh, that I- she one found it funny. Two was willing to fuck with him, and three knew that he must have been feeling bad about the joke that he made. So it's like this this delicious oh, level of just everyone knew where they were at. So oh, if you guys ever hear really this podcast, good. we're rooting for you. Break a leg. <laughs> Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest something. <laughs> Sorry. I just wait until you spoke so I could speak over you. <laughs> the Nile Spain story. Hell yeah. If you have a question and you would like us to uh, answer it and it doesn't have anything to do with whether or not we will send you women uh, to have <laughs> sex with. Yeah. Um, you can send us an, uh, a message on Facebook um, at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on uh, Twitter at FCK underscore Buddies. You can uh, hit us up on Instagram if you want, because I know that's a thing that people are doing um, at Fuck Buddies Podcast. Uh, you can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on internet at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. Hell yeah. Well, thank you, Josh Eagle on the Harvest Studios for their song, Paper Stars, which uh, you guys hear every every time. Start of the episode. End of the episode. That's a good one. End the end of the episode. Yeah. That's um, a good one. And we are being honest. If if you guys want to jump on the farm. Oh, 100%. Us, yeah. And maybe maybe do some shenanigans. Maybe harvest a field or two. You can see our cows and our chickens. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot us a message on any of the social media and we'll try to set up something. Or we'll we'll start a public game and we'll uh, we'll, we'll give you the, the, like, the name and the password. Um, you ready for some sex writing? I am. It will not be good sex writing. I just got to tell you. Because this is a oh. segment where we do bad sex writing. Okay, well, I'll, I'll deal with it this time. You sure? Yeah, yeah. So this one's a little different. Not that it's good. Because again, as stated, this is bad sex writing. You get it? You get what this is? I get it. Okay, perfect. So this is the the blurb, I guess. The description of a book. And this is by Carlton Mellick III, I believe. Damn. It's difficult to love a woman whose vagina is a gateway to the world of the dead. Holy shit! Steve is madly in love with his eccentric girlfriend, Stacy. Unfortunately, their sex life had been suffering as of late, because Steve is worried about the odd noises that have been coming from Stacy's pubic region. She says that her vagina is haunted. She doesn't think it's that big of a deal. Steve, on the other hand, completely disagrees. <laughs> when the living corpse climbs out of her during an awkward night of sex, Stacy learns her vagina is actually a doorway to another world. She, persu- she persuades Steve to climb inside of her to explore this strange new place. But once inside, Steve finds it difficult to return, especially once he meets an oddly attractive woman named Fig who lives within the lonely haunted world between Stacy's legs. Man, that was that weird fucking follow-up song. Stacy's legs are haunted up as shit. Fig lives inside and she is really fit. A corpse came idea. out. It made me want to shout. He was like, whoa, I'm not cool with this haunted vagina you have. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. A then a dude crawls out. comes out. And then she's like, hey, get in there. And he's like, all right. Yeah. I'm oh, like, shit. I'm sorry, you weren't on board with a, a possibly haunted vagina. But now that you know 100% that that vagina is haunted, that you're like, yeah, let me crawl up in there. Also, it's like Steve completely disagrees. But then goes and has sex with her again? I don't think that's complete disagreement there, bud. Also, um, I how will. small is I'll... this corpse? Well, I'm going to assume it's I hope like very a small. Body. Well, no, well, he because, also like, gets in, I guess. He, yeah, he gets in there, so clearly it's but like it's man, possible. Imagine that question coming in. Hey, I'm an oddly attractive woman who lives inside my 
girlfriend's haunted vagina. And I think I've fallen in love with her. How do I proceed? Also, what what's that corpse doing? Yeah, like, does it just leave? Do they kill it? Do they fight it? I, I'm not going to lie. I actually very much want to read this book. It kind of sucks knowing that your writing career can never be as good over as this. Because this is the only book that needs to exist. Yeah. Thankfully, as a screenwriter, I can make this into a movie. <laughs> I would watch that. I think everyone would. So to finish off every episode, I like to present a little bit of, I don't want to say wisdom, but something, a little bit of something from the Pornhub uh, comment section. Um, this comes from Pornhub user Cokespark. And they say, I was reading about the Bayes theorem. Then I got horny and jacked off to this. Now my dopamine is depleted and I'm probably never going to learn math because I'm a porn addict. Sad face. <laughs> oh. You know what? That's, my- that's why I'm bad at math, too. Right? I think that's why I'm bad at everything. <laughs> My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. Don't wreck and your we, dick. Don't wreck your dick, and we've been your fuck buddies. Hell yeah. <laughs>